Hey, what's everybody? This is Gary Owen. My guest this week is I thought it was Malik. Ah. Found out it's Malik. Yeah. yeah Malik man. B. Malik B. There it is. What they do is they send me a list of like guests that, that are available this week. And I, I make phone calls to people I know and then the studio makes. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, I read it Malik. You know, it's spelled just like Malik. And then when they yeah. said, hold on. Then I said, and then they go, the guy you did the podcast with him, he used to be on a podcast. And I go like, what podcast? <laughs> and they said, oh, ask him about it. <laughs> I already the know podcast, that was coming. Yeah, the, the podcast with the, the UFC fighter lost in the final <laughs> of the Ultimate Fighter. He got knocked out. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Literally, if you go a couple of steps, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Around the corner, that, that podcast. So what happened? <laughs> Damn, man, you ain't, you ain't gonna, you just gonna, no Vaseline. You what just happened with Spider in. and the Kid? <laughs> he gonna, yo, no Vaseline, you no, gonna straight into it. Hey, uh, before I get the viewers yeah, immediately, exactly. God, no reason to get the, Let's get the clickbait. We don't okay, know who so this that, guy is. Yeah, let me just lay it out. All right, go ahead. So there's another podcast. Kudos to anybody doing podcasts, anybody working. <laughs> so there's another podcast called Fighter and the Kid, very yeah. popular podcast that had Brendan Schwab and Brian Callen. <laughs> yeah. And then Callen took a little break for personal reasons. And then you and another guy came in and it was like fighter and two black kids. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know? yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically. And then and then I got I don't know what's going on now. Is Brian back? He's back. Yeah. And yeah. then what what's going on with you? What happened? <sighs> Damn, you got to fight. You talking shit. I mean, basically, nah, nah. You know, it, I think I wasn't a good fit on that podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to, I, I spoke on it uh, on my podcast. Uh, Pump know. it. Oh. <laughs> Pump your podcast. Oh, yeah. Couldn't Wait Podcast. You know it is with my man G King, Jamar Neighbors. We talk boxing. You know what I mean? And it was like a little barbershop talk. So uh, everybody wanted to know what was going on. I just gave him like a, you know, I don't want to gossip. You know, I'm not in the, I know we're in the industry of where you got to tell it all and all that well, stuff, but I don't know uh, if it's gossip or you're just telling the truth. It yeah, doesn't well, mean it has to be every, here's the thing every departure doesn't have to be bad. Yeah. Wouldn't, well, well, you know? necessary. I, I think we just did ending, if both terms was, were, were in agreement, would have both like said what we had to say and then just go. But you mm-hmm. know, we live in a popularity contest where like if you have like so many followers, that narrative is going to, be, you know, a lot of people are going to believe that narrative because it's like, oh, 1.7 million, you yeah. know, the, it's 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 social media driven mm-hmm. with people. So with me, little guy on the end, I'm like, nah, this is what happened. But it's like, yo, and then if I do come out, Gary, and say what really happened, they'll be like, oh, you just better. Oh, oh you yeah. just being better. So I just rather just like, look, I'd rather be around something that's authentic and real, like, you know, like you, yourself and my. Well, you, you know. Like I've, yeah. there's certain guests that I've been offered, and I go, I don't know how that would we would do together on air. I'm open to it, yeah. but some people more comfortable with, some I'm not. So it's not like I said, it doesn't make it a bad thing. Nah, it's who you're like. I don't, I wouldn't want the world's most popular curling champion. You know that ice shit you see in the Olympics. <laughs> I would have nothing to talk about. Just, just broom. So where'd you pick up your first broom? <laughs> well, it all started with a shake weight. You know. <laughs> It's like, where am I going with this? <laughs> nothing, nothing. You know what okay, I mean? Like, okay. if I don't have another guest, yeah, I'll yeah. take it. But if you're going to give me options. Yeah. So I was like, that's what I'm saying. So I get it. It's just yeah. who you're comfortable with and what you're comfortable talking about. Oh, yeah. No, nah, you can ask me anything. Uh, I just basically was, I don't think I was a good fit on there. Like, uh, I like like how I can portray myself on there. I try to I try to be something I wasn't on there. Like, I try mm-hmm. to be like the guy with Brian Callen, like make up stories. Because, you know, I used to yeah. open for Brian. 
Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. I used to open for Brian. My my second year of comedy, he took me on the road. And then he kind of got, you know, his situation, I was hoping him come, you know, he came out of it, which he kind of like fighting back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Brendan knew I was opening for Brian. He was like, oh, it makes sense if, uh, you know, you just come on a podcast. So I try to bring something to the podcast that like my life and, you know, mix with mm-hmm. Brian. And then it was like, all right, cool, cool. You know, and I didn't want to overshadow anyone, but- every. Yeah. Let's say every job you get in this business, it's like it's almost like we're um, we're stick shifting a car. Okay, you're just shifting gears. Yeah, that's all you're doing. That's bad work, but and <laughs> no. also work is work. Yeah, no, you know, listen, work it's more work. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Look, sometimes you got to take two steps back to like see, like you know what I mean, like okay, it's ten steps over here that I can like be successful in. So mm-hmm. I used to just take two steps back. It was a learning lesson, and uh, I realized I took a lot of uh, positive and negative things in that situation, like. Um, you know, you can learn. Basically, you have to know yourself to have an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. You got to do what you you got to you got to do everything out of love. If not, you're gonna come out as a fraud, right? And I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure that I'm like, if I have an opinion, I have to know myself. So he come over there. I used to get on the podcast. I used to read comments, and I was like, yeah, don't read comments, don't read comments. I was like, why? I want to I want to see what the people are saying about me. Yeah, because I know who I am. You know what yeah. I mean? But you know, then. Those guys are reading comments. I was like, man, all right, what what the hell is this shit? So it was just like, yo, it was just a narrative where I just felt like it was like um, I couldn't be myself freely. So only thing that sucks is the other guy, Chappelle. Yeah. He's black, so you couldn't say it's because you're black. That would have been a good way to... Then it, never mind. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> you said it right. Cause cause <laughs> this dude Gary stupid is <laughs> like this. Yeah. Yo, you could have told you yeah. black car, but the guys. Well, he grew up in a white with a white family. I so know, that's kinda... but he fucked it up. <laughs> he fucked it up. <laughs> fucked it up for you, dude. You had it. I had it right there. I was you fired me because I'm black. <laughs> the other guy's black. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, guy Chappelle, man. <laughs> fucking never did like him. <laughs> fucking Slipknot t-shirts and squatting. I, 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 I said squatting. Him, I, I DM'd him. He, yeah. was, he was showing like he was doing some. Yeah, I got five five in the squat rack. I go, that sells no tickets. <laughs> I, said, DM. I said, bro, Yo, I can barely squat that. Sells no tickets. <laughs> Nobody in the history of com- comedy has sold tickets because they put on the flyer. <laughs> I squat five oh five. Come see me this Friday night at the Tempe Improv. No, no, he's a good guy. I like you. Yeah, he's so stupid. He was hey, great on the podcast. Yeah, I had him on here. He was great. I, yeah, I saw that. Also, I love when you popped in, you and Joe Coy. And uh, Joe Coy, we, I used to have a Rolex, right? And I feel like it was just like me just being like a hothead. Like, yo, I'm bigger than my shoes. I was When I was on that podcast, I thought I made it. You know Joe what Coy, I mean? The, the Koi Pond? No, no, no. I was on Fighter and the Kids. And you and Joe Coy oh, we, uh, oh, interrupted we with Ricky, yeah, yeah, Ricky yeah, Williams. Yeah. And then you, the funniest shit ever, you was like, yo, uh, this headline is shit. And then yeah. you had like an Audemars. I was like, oh, that AP on there or something like yeah. that. I was like, God. No, that was dick. custom. That was, cu- that was custom. <laughs> so you see, you see what I'm saying? I, yeah. Look, when you see, when you came out with that watch, I just slowly tucked mine over the, the whole. <laughs> I look like that guy from Scary Movie 2. I just had my little hand. You know what's crazy about that watch? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a real diamond watch yeah. and it's got gold and white diamonds in it. And I didn't, I barely paid for it. The guy is a jeweler out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And one weekend I was at the Pittsburgh Improv and he just came to my show and he had all these, he was selling himself. Okay. Almost like Jacob the Jeweler type shit. That's so he comes in the green room. He's got necklaces and watches and braces and earrings. I'm going, what the fuck? He goes, wear something on stage tonight, man. Let's see how he feels. Okay. So I'm going, okay. So then I got this ridiculous fucking nope. pendant on. That's hard. But I got the watch, right? Mm-hmm. So I went. He's interesting. His name's Michael Vesley out of Pittsburgh. And he said, yo, you like the watch? I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, yo, I 
give it to you, but I'm not going to say the price, but it was low, low. And I was like, what? Like literally 80% off basically. Damn, he must loved you. And then, <laughs> then my, I did another, one of my comedy specials. Uh-huh. He came and he laced me up with a watch and then he just gave it to me afterwards, another diamond watch. So I have two diamond watches in my collection as I'm wearing a guest watch, which I got for Christmas. Because <laughs> I don't want to go to the airport okay, all okay. with a diamond watch. They leave it to the stage. But um, I got two diamond watches that I basically barely paid for, honestly. Get, that are worth a ton, by the way. Can I, I can I say this, bro? It's like, yo, you was the guy, the white guy that like the hood love, bro. Because like we used to watch you on Comic View. Mm-hmm. And then if I, my favorite joke I used to watch. So I know this is foreign, but black families used to eat at the table at dinner. Right, mm-hmm. and we were one of the black families, and uh, we used to watch Comic View, and uh, Where'd I think you grow up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But oh wow, but, LSU uh, fan, LSU not, girl, baby. Well, well, I mean, All right, I'm gonna get sidetracked. God damn, you can. <laughs> I, <was bringing> back <laughs> to I was in some for some way somehow. You, yeah, like. Brother. Yo, go ahead. Go ahead with your Baton Rouge family dinner. <laughs> go ahead, man. Hold on, wait, hold on. That's hard. I didn't, I didn't know he levitate. Okay. It didn't until Joe Burrow got there. And then it just started levitating. Like before Burrow got to the Bengals, it stuck yeah, there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he got on team. And I went, hey. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? A Louisiana guy just levitating a, a Bengals. A Cincinnati guy. There it is. There, there, yeah. Uh, but uh, your favorite, my favorite joke was when you called that black guy on stage. And he was like, no, motherfucker. And you cursed him out. He was like, nigga. And I was like, yo, that was that right there Like had my family... Like, just like, we were laughing. That joke originated at the improv on Melrose, and D-Ray did it with me the first time. What? And uh, I, I got a heckler. And literally, this is how the joke came about. I had a heckler, and I'm, I'm, we're going back and forth. He's yelling shit, I'm yelling shit. And I go, man, if I was black, I would call you the N-word right now, but I'm not allowed. <laughs> and the crowd went nuts, right? Yeah. And then, you know, the crowd, man, say motherfucker, you can say it. I said, no, I can't. You guys don't care about me. No, I can't. And D-Ray goes, I'll say it for you. I said, well, come up there, D-Ray. D-Ray came on stage, and that's where the joke was born. Bro, that's and then such a great thing. Go ahead. Chocolate Sunday stole it. Remember that TV show, Chocolate Sundays on um, Showtime? Yeah, yeah. It was on wait. for like one year. No, I don't remember that. They had a white dude and two black guys came out, and they turned that joke into a sketch. And I remember I called... Uh, Pookie Wiggington said, yeah. yo, Pookie, you guys took my joke? And he was like, no, Gary, we have a think tank. And I go, who wrote it? I go, just let me know who to be upset. Because yeah. I have never mm-hmm. in my life accused somebody of stealing a joke. Because mm-hmm. I know we think alike. Comics sure. say Wayne Blake. So I was like, I wasn't accusing him, but I was like, that joke? That's, that's, that's. That's yeah. what's on my special. Yeah, yeah. When, what, what made me really confused was Chocolate Sundays was on Showtime. That special was on Showtime that you're talking about. I'm going. It's the same network. Showtime didn't even pick up on it. Yo, so, so they took. So, but 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 they, they took it. They, I don't know who took it. I don't. I'm not. I don't think Pookie took it. I yeah. think somebody brought it to him. Mm-hmm. But they took it. Like that's where the joke was born. But Gary, see, see, you telling me that story. I don't even remember Chocolate Sundays so taking the story. But if you see something that's gonna take something from me, it's like, man, that's personal. But to the public, I was like, man, that shit was only for one season. But your joke. I'll always remember it by it's like, yo, I saw that white guy in the family. He was like, Mama, what are you well, I was like, he was just yeah. over extra. I was like, oh, okay, that's hard. That was funny. Yeah, and then yeah. the Mike Tyson, he was like, we got a white guys, if you put a hundred dollars on Mike Tyson, and then you, you could be allowed to say the N-word. I was like, damn, you right. Yeah. He was like, yo, you saying like, hold on, bro, I got ten thousand on uh Tyson. He was like, shit, you can say it three times. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. He, he got yeah, knocked yeah. out the first round. Yeah. It's like hilarious, bro. I Baton Rouge, huh? Baton Rouge. But I grew up in LA though. I grew up uh after Hurricane Katrina, my pops. Moved us out here. Oh, so really? Like, yeah. So I kind of say LA because 
your most I think my your most important years is your adolescence because you're trying mm -hmm. to figure stuff out. Yeah. So he didn't want us to like grow up around game banging, which is crazy because as soon as you get out here, as a what team, part of L.A. Inglewood. He he from Inglewood. Wait a minute. Your dad doesn't want you going up around gangbanging. Yeah. And he moved you to Inglewood. Inglewood, bro. Yeah. Because I I can box now. I can. But I used to still, be a boxer. Go to the valley. What the, <laughs> the fuck would I go? You don't get the real. If you're LA worried experience. about gangbanging, <laughs> you don't go to Inglewood, Dad. Nah, nah. He knew. He knew. He I knew. I got to talk to your dad. You got We can call him. I'm like, hey, pops. Gary trying to like talk this about your parenting. It's before <laughs> SoFi Stadium. This is before yeah, gentrification. Before, yes, before. I'm talking about right there on Glenway and Beach. Where it's like, yo, you neighborhood pyrus be outside, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, hey, bro, where you from? I was like, uh, I'm from Louisiana. No, I said, where you from? And I was like, yo, hold on, yeah. Just, Excuse my gang banging. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, vernacular. Pyru is red or blue? It's red. It's red. Pyru is red. Got it. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. I'm, see, I'm like just talking. <laughs> Pyru is red. Just, just, <laughs> that's why I like just the Bengals. There's yeah. no gangs, orange and black. I can wear my colors all day. You know what? Cincinnati, <laughs> I've been out there. Cincinnati, have y'all about the money. A lot of hustlers out there, which mm -hmm. is like in LA, but it's just like not like over flags. I went to Cincinnati. So that's why I used at the SoFi Stadium and Super Bowl, so many drug dealers. So many drug dealers out there, they were scalping for drugs and tickets. I was like, yo, you got to be from Cincinnati. It was like, go Bengals. So I, I was like, yeah. I sold ahead. some Super Bowl tickets to <laughs> some less than desirable guys. See, you're a hustler. You're a hustler. Like I'm this. trying to say. Came me in a Crown Royal bag. <laughs> Came in a Appreciate Crown Royal bag. guys. Seriously. I, I, I bought eight tickets to the Super Bowl knowing I can sell them and make my money back. I still went. Bro, but I made my money back off the other tickets. And uh, oh. one of the guys I sold to... Pay me a crown roll back. I said, really? Yeah. And that, that's there, right? when he came to the hotel in the lobby, I go, really? That's, a, yeah. that's how you know. That's how you know that. That's good money right there, bro. It's the crown, all crown 20s roll. Too. All 20s too. No hundreds? Nah. It's all thick. <laughs> big, thick crown roll back. Hell, full 20s. Two, please then he said, me. count it. I go, we're going to be here all night. <sighs> and I still count it in front of him. <laughs> that's so disrespectful, bro. If you don't have a money counter. What's up with you, Gary? You got to have a money counter now, man. I'm not used to that. Okay, my bad. Like, I apologize. Cash bro. like that? I didn't know he's coming like I that. I thought BET, when you had your reality TV show, you came with a contract and a money counter. That's what no, I no, heard. No, no. <laughs> I, I thought you meant Comic View. Oh. You don't need a money counter or Comic View. Nobody got paid that much. You can count your money like this for Wait, Comic what? View. Wait, what? Think, think. <laughs> Do you know what they used to pay people for Comic View back in the day? How much? They It was 150 Wait, time out. appearance. But wait, wait, wait. You get residuals, though. No. So not was, back in the day. You didn't get none of that. So you just none show up. That's door. why they don't rerun it, I think. I think they don't rerun. You got to realize, BT has a library of, yeah. they could do before they were famous. Mm -hmm. And just because the year I hosted, Cat was on there. Yeah. Epps was on there. Yeah. D-Ray was on there. Blackson. Nobody knew who they were. Mm -hmm. You know, Tiffany wasn't around yet. Monique came on. Tony it was Roberts. Like, yeah. All these huge mm -hmm. people, Joe Coy, Joe Coy, they yeah. come with you the year I hosted it. Mm -hmm. That's where we met. It's like they got all that somewhere. They got that, it's in and they're archives. not they're not letting it out. They do. They can make a killing. They should screw all some of these terrible shows they got on BT. They got some you can, you can preach terrible. Listen, but, I can say it. You preach. It's awful shows. But man, yeah. I don't want to knock a guy. That's where my reality show was. But. I, uh, <laughs> And they gave, they've done a lot for me in my career, but there's yeah. some shows. Any network's got shitty shows. Every mm -hmm. network's got a shitty show. But God, if they could just find from 92 yeah. to 2000 all the stand up they got, I'm like, yeah, make you got killing. everything. Before they were fake, Cat was Cat in the Hat missing the front tooth. Yeah, the, 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 listen, a lot of people knew him from Money Mike, but I, I was like, who, that's that little dude from Comic View. Like, that's that mm -hmm. little dude who was like, yo, I, 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 after that, that, 
movie, I was like, you start seeing him more and more and more. I was like, damn, that's a real pimp right there. He's from uh, Ohio. He's from Cincinnati. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, oh, bro, y'all tra- don't disrespect Cincinnati. Dude, I mean, Chappelle, I got Chappelle. Yeah, I mean, everybody says DC, but he was back and forth. He's back. That's why he, he was, was a kid. back and forth between like Dayton, which is a suburb, basically it's 30 minutes north, but mm-hmm. Dayton because his his parents were professors at Antioch College over there in uh, Yellow Springs, where he lives now. Okay, yeah. So they he was like. Back and back for DC, Ohio, DC, Ohio. That, that's why whenever I say Chappelle's an Ohio guy, they're like, nah. He lives there now, but he was DC. I said, nah. <laughs> I think his dad raw dogged his mom in Ohio, bro. <laughs> you can't say that because now he's fighting for the city in DC. I ain't see him at the uh, what? Uh Young Springs, wherever it was it. Uh, no, he's fighting for them too. He, he's still mm-hmm. he's trying to get everybody to move there. He I they said he built a comic club. Yeah. He, he he literally he owns like some ridiculous amount like fifty million dollars in property and buildings in Yellow Springs. Mm-hmm. I know Yellow Springs had that much money. You ever been to Yellow Springs? Did you <laughs> never do summer been. camp? No, never. Did you go to Did you go to the? Summer I camp? did it once. Okay. It was funny. He called me to do the first one okay. before it was going to be a summer camp thing. He was just trying to do something for Ohio. He said I want it to be all Ohio comics, and literally they. <laughs> when Dave calls, you kind of put everything aside and try you to make to. it. Yeah. But they called me at like 2 p.m. Hold they on. wanted me on an 8 p.m. show, and I'm on the West Coast. So I was like, that's uh, 5 in Ohio. Yeah. I go, I can't make it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that, then he started sending private jets for people. But that time he wasn't sending <laughs> private jets for people. I had to find my own play. <laughs> yeah. He thought, I was, he thought I was in town, though. I lived okay, in Cincy, okay. So, he thought um, you lived. Oh, you thought Yeah, you he lived. thought I was there. Yeah. But it's interesting when you, when I did it, the election was getting ready to happen. Mm. So you get off the highway. And you're driving toward Yellow Springs, and all you see is Trump signs in the front yards, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you hit Yellow Springs, the first thing you see is a Black Lives Matter banner, and it's all Biden signs After within that. Yellow Springs. After that. So it's surrounded. It's crazy. And that I don't care. That's all Chappelle. That's him. That's all his influence. I didn't know that. It's all his influence. He runs out of town. But they protected him. Like uh-huh. when he supposedly went crazy in 2005, mm-hmm. and he was in Yellow Springs. They didn't dime him out. He was able to walk freely and nobody was bothering him. Nobody's taking pictures, send it to paparazzi. Mm. So he was able to like, I could get up in the morning, go to a coffee shop. I can go get a slice of pizza. I can do this. And he's not worried about, there's no agendas. It's like, hey, Dave, what's up? And they're yeah. generally like, what's up? Bro, they don't want nothing. I know a couple of people thought he was in Africa the whole time. So I was like, damn, bro, he out there in Wakanda, like just living it up and just trying to revive. So I was like, Mm-mm. just to hear that, I was like, man. But I'll tell you, low. interesting story as a stand-up is... I think as stand-ups, we always want to blame the club if we're not selling like we think we should. I've heard so many stand-ups say, like, man, promote me, Ryder. Man, that station, that's 96.2. I'm supposed to be on 96.3. You know what I mean? Like, There's so many point yeah. dot or yeah. something, right? <laughs> I was in, when he supposedly went crazy, it's yeah. 2005 time frame, uh, the Cincinnati Funny Bone, Dave did like one of his, before it was a thing, was did like a pop-up. Like, okay. I'm coming next Wednesday to Sunday. He did 10 shows, two shows a night. They announced it the week before. I I announced it on stage. I had my Tuesday nights. So I'm like, look, next week, Chappelle's coming. They put on the website, sold out in a day. All 10 shows sold out in a day. And I went, oh, shit. I will never in my life again blame a comedy club (laughs) for me not selling the mount tickets I should have sold. I just saw it happen right in front of my face. Crazy. They went, Chappelle, whatever, March 10th to March 14th, gone. I was like this. Oh, (laughs) So if people want to see you, they'll find you. Exactly. Well, that, that brings up an interesting, interesting point that I want to ask you. So with this new social media, right? Because you can, you know, you can do skits. You can do, you put your stand up online. You can be a, have a social media presence. Do you think that 
if you're not selling tickets now and you're blaming the club, you just being lazy. Because you can, I it, people want to follow you. If I follow Gary Owen comedy, I want to see, I want to see jokes, I want to see behind the scenes. But you don't have to do that because you had a reality TV show. So I'm saying with other comedies that are not selling out, they're mm-hmm. not like you know blaming the club and stuff like that, which still goes on today. Do you think that they're just being lazy? Or are they just still like trying to not? The comics are being lazy. Yeah, or are they just still in their old old mentality? Because you know we see a couple of like old heads from back in the day that's like you know very funny, mm-hmm. and they're not you know moving the tickets yeah. as like as a uh, like a a person who's like have a seven point three million followers who do funny skits. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Uh, there's no exact science to this. Uh, I think uh, for a long time I saw like OGs. I, I became an OG all of a sudden. Uh, we was like I ain't doing skits. I ain't doing that. Yeah. I ain't no social media comic, but but you do got to keep up with the times. Yeah, and I'm like, so I here's what I did. I'll just make it about me for TikTok, right? Okay. I'm not gonna do TikTok dances. I'm not gonna do the whole voiceover stuff. But I was like, wait a minute, this is an audience that might not have seen a lot of my stand up. Mm-hmm. So we start cutting up all my clips, and if you look at my TikTok, which has 2.2 million right now, something like that, yeah. it's like. It's all stand-up. No, he just threw that in my face, like 2.2 million. No, but I'm saying it's all, <laughs> you saw, it all you came saw from stand-up. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you look at my my, I'm over doing uh, my TikTok, and you'll be on it, <clears throat> we do we do clips from my podcast yeah. and stand-up. And that's pretty much it. So I was like, I'm just going to make this another TV channel for me. Basically, to show. Yeah. And it's funny because we're too, we'll put some old-ass bits on there, and it'll people go nuts. Yeah. And I'll be like... They haven't that seen it thing before. is 15 years old. Oh man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they ain't seen it. Exactly. So I just, there's no exact science to it. The only thing you can control, just be funny. Mm-hmm. Keep writing. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, you can't choose your audience. They kind of choose you. Correct. Yeah. And, and we're in a good, we're in a great <clears throat> a, I like I like the fact that we're in an age now where we have podcasts. Yeah. So it's kind of we have our own talk shows. Mm-hmm. And you can create your own narrative now. When I first came out here in the late 90s. You were at the mercy of the networks. There wasn't Twitter. There wasn't Instagram. Yeah. Like you'd be like, God, you were really had to rely on other people to get your stuff out there. Correct. Yeah. Now you don't. Mm -hmm. YouTube's a channel. Yes. You know what I mean? All these social media outlets. Uh, I'll tell you a story because I said it on this podcast. Let me just tell you how great social media is. Our podcasting. So I told a story about when the first time I sucked some titties. I know this is, I don't know what kind of- That's is amazing. This? Please share Okay, okay. <laughs> well, the first in, time- in, in Inglewood? In Louisiana. Louisiana. Nah, nah, I gave Pyro titties? Nah, nah, no Pyro titties. <laughs> 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 nah, no Pyro. Those titties are different. I'll tell you, I can explain why. Are there female Pyro's? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'd be, you know, I'd be scared to suck a Pyro titty. <laughs> why would you be scared? Because you might have a, a gun or something. Bro, that, you put t- you're safe. That's how, this is how you know you're messing with a hood chick when she asks you, like, yo, you got protection? And then you be like, nah, I got, yeah, I got the condom. She's like, yeah, I'm talking about the gun. Whoa. It's mad dudes in front of my building. That's crazy. <laughs> that kind of, yeah. <laughs> like this. Uh, I'm going to call you a lift, <laughs> and I'm going to splurge on the hotel tonight. I'm going to splurge on the hotel With Come the on. lobby. <laughs> and you feel safe. You're like, oh, you're rich, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> We'll make no. sure it's a red roof in because you're a pyro. <laughs> red roof in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you stupid. A red roof in. <laughs> oh, you make me know how make me feel comfortable. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> She'll be calling all her friends. She'll be crying in We got a hotel. <laughs> we got a pyro hotel. <laughs> I don't know why my gangbanger female voice is like that. I don't know why. We got a hotel. 
We got a Pyru Hotel. Dog, what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> she gonna be in that bathroom of that hotel like, why you sleep? Bitch. Yo, <laughs> yo, the game's gonna call me upset after yeah. this airs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, we talking about the Pyru. Whack 100's gonna be on me and DL Hughley. Bro, like, right on, right on Clubhouse. They gonna be like, look. So we was watching <laughs> yeah. Gary. Gary, why Owen. is he arguing so much on Clubhouse? Bro, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get. Scares me. Yeah, yeah that's, I ain't gonna lie. Whack 100 scares me. Yes, he should. Like <laughs> Blueface yeah. and Game. I'm like, he couldn't manage me. Nah, because he'd be like, yo, this how much you getting? I want more. Nah, okay. <laughs> you just you wouldn't even lay down. You wouldn't lay down. Okay, I'd be in the green like this. Yo, where the fuck is my energy drinks? We ain't got none. I got energy myself. <laughs> I don't need energy drinks. I got enough energy. <laughs> whack. You, you just had to remind me. Yeah. <laughs> Internally, I have energy. And nah, then he fucking he's yeah. he's the real deal. Like he yeah. can fight. Yeah. I saw him knock out stitches. I saw him yep. beat those two white dudes. Those two up white dudes up. Yeah, and he's from he's from, the, he's from the valley. He's from Pacoima. Fucker scares me. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you fucker whack 100 if you see this. <laughs> that guy scares me. Nah, as you should. Like, look, bro. Like, as a manager? On... Yeah. I like to cuss my manager every now and then. Nah, like, you ain't cussing You know what the fuck you talking about? Bro, he'll tell you a story on podcast. So we had a situation with Gary Owen. And I felt like I should address. <laughs> he come to me like, no more money. I was like, you ain't getting shit. Then he stood in the phone, got quiet. He was like, okay. And that's how you got to get respect out here with these comedians. And then all your shit. Like, I knew Gary was a bitch. I was like, oh, yeah. man. He yes, I am. <laughs> all your stuff is on Clubhouse. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> nah, but the uh, crazy thing about social media is when uh, Louisiana, this girl, she was a legend. So she was in sixth grade and she had grown woman titties, right? Mm -hmm. When I say grown woman titties, adult titties. Had, and had she, a bra. Br well, no bra. Just polo shirt. We had uniforms, right? And um like where this is going. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, she's sixth grade, right? So she knew Wait a I don't know where this is going. Sorry. Okay, no problem. Sixth grade. Okay, right, right. <laughs> You know, we look, we was badass kids. I mean, Wait I'm in Louisiana. I missed the sixth yeah. grade part. <laughs> 13 years old, they damn near had kids themselves. So yeah. look, so she knew that. So she would charge, like she'll like have like at recess, she'll charge you a dollar to suck, a 50 cent to grab. Shut right. up. I swear to God. I swear to God. So I didn't, my, I came from a middle-class household, right? My, my dad was like uh, the breadwinner. My mom was like a stay-at-home mom. So she'd give me money for lunch. So this particular day, I just was saving up because I didn't want to go by myself. So I told my homeboy, I was like, hey, bro, look, we sucking titties today. He was like, all right, I ain't got no money. I said, don't worry about it. I got you. So dollars $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $
but she was, she, I mean, she was bad too. Bad. I was like, man, she don't even know her value. Not shout it's out. A, it's weird the f- first time as a t. I don't know how we're getting on this subject. I know, yeah. Let's, first I, time I, you see titties, yeah. you're like, I remember I was like in fifth, sixth grade, and it was by accident. We was in gym class, and the girl was like adjusting her shorts, and she flipped her shirt up real quick, and that's the first time I saw like. <laughs> Titties like were developing, and I went, dude, I want to go with her. Like <laughs> that I was like this, Sarah. Uh, her, I'm not gonna say her last name, but yeah. Sarah. To this day, I was like, because I saw him. She was like, he just her shirt just went flip flip, and I went, it's hard to. I saw like, I I was the first one out in dodgeball. Like the ball, bang! I was like this. <laughs> you just flipped it, <laughs> Gary. Get on this, Gary. Get flipped up so fast. It's like I saw her titties. She was hot. That's just- and, and, the rest of the day in school, just looking at her. And yeah. And she was like, Gary, what's she up? She has no idea what's going on. She has no idea. To this day, never. Girl, no idea I saw her titties. <laughs> Man. But like, see, but thinking fuck? about the social media, <laughs> all right, all right. She's going to know, like, yo, Gary, I heard that story. Nah, I didn't know. Fifth, I, I moved the end of fifth grade. So <laughs> oh, you, okay. she probably doesn't even know who I, but I remember her name was Sarah. Uh huh. I can't remember her last name. That's fine. But flip them up, flip them up. That's all you need. So, how'd you start doing stand up? Man, bro, I was in movies. I was in uh, like Creed. I don't know if you watched that movie Creed. First one? The first one, yeah. I was in that. Which, who you in Come that? on, man. Come on, don't play that, man. Gary, you saw me. Who was you in that? All right, so look. So he came to my gym, right? Uh, and the guy, I played Amir. <laughs> I played Amir. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Google. Yeah, you, you can type no, in. No, I'm going to, I want a visual. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. I want, I want everyone to see my, just say Malik, Basil, and Creed. <laughs> Come on, man. Malik, yep. B. Yep. Creed. Now you gotta, you gotta type my last name because you know, like actors access. No way. Yeah, you see it, right? Yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> that's you. Well, yeah, that's me. But don't don't. Uh, I used to be. I used to be really a boxer. Yeah. Type oh. in Malik Basil Creed, man. Oh wow, they're talking about on this podcast used to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good times when I was when I was <laughs> chilling with the orange couch. How'd you get that part? Michael B. Jordan. He came to the boxing gym, and uh, he what boxing gym in the valley? It was called a uh, three sixty boxing gym. Okay. And I used to go to Wild Card. I used to live in the gyms out here, boxing gyms, right? I used to be beat people up all the time. And uh, he came in with Corey Callett, his trainer, and he's just yeah, fresh. Corey, off the- you know Corey? Yeah. Oh, that's my guy. I he's grew a good up dude. with him. He's yeah, a good guy, man. I grew up with him, bro. I remember him when he was a mailman. That's, that's how a like- big ass mailman. <laughs> That's a big fucking mail. Yeah, Where's yeah, my yeah. mail? We'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to call my manager, Whack 100. We're going to have a problem tomorrow, bro. He'd be like, hey. Corey be like, call him. You know that in New York? Call him then. I'm like, shit, all right. He sounds too confident. Now, Corey, he came in the gym, and he was like, hey, man, if you beat this guy up, they're talking about giving him the part in uh, Creed. I feel like you know you have some acting background. I was like, yeah, bro. I didn't, but I was like, yeah, bro. I've been in a lot, and I I went to school for theater and all that. But don't worry about that. So I went there and I I fought like it was it was I was fighting Mike Tyson in the championship belt, beat the piss mm-hmm. out of him. Mike later on that day, Michael B. Jordan called me. He's like, yo, come to the crib. Came to his house. I'm talking about I never been. This is my first Hollywood house I've been to. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, bro. I was trying to spend the night. Nah, but I'm messing with you. But uh, <laughs> he literally helped. Same way. I'm the same way. Hollywood house you've been to. You said I'll what? tell you mine after you tell Okay, me. okay. So Michael B. Jordan is your first Hollywood My first Hollywood house, house. Okay. yes. And uh, he came, he was he was so dope. He was like, bro, I really want you to get this part. Uh, let's work on your lines. And I read the script. I was like, damn. This, so I'm reading the whole script and all that. He was like, bro, all right, say it like this. I was like, damn, you really want me? You believe in me? He's like, yeah, bro, I want you to get it. So Ryan Coogler saw my audition tape. I got it. And I got on set, and Michael B. Jordan was just like showing me, like, yo, I stand over here so you can get more screen time. Like, that's the kind of tips he gave me. Yeah. And he was like, yo, bro, what you want? You want to box or you want to act? I was like, I want to act. 
He was like, all right, bet. So he he trying to he threw me barbershop three. Didn't get it. I don't know why. But uh, then from there I went to Burning Sands, and from Burning Sands I was a class. I was like the comedy relief. They of course you know mm-hmm. so to say. They was like, bro, you should get in stand up. So I was like, all right. I took David Arnold's class. I know you know David. David, Arnold. yeah, yeah. I took his class. He was like, bro, look, man, I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but I hate to see you quit. And then from there, I just like kept doing stand up. Isn't it crazy? There's no feeling in this business than being a young, young guy. Your first acting job in a movie. So, you know, you're gonna do Creed, so you know everybody's gonna see it with yeah. the cast, and everybody's waiting on it. It's such a, I. I the first movie I got was with Jamie Foxx. And okay. the, hearing you tell that story, I, I that's how I was feeling when, I hate to make it about me, but it no, was similar. Good. It's like when Jamie was like making phone calls and I was like, wow, he really wants me to get this part. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. It's such a weird yeah. weird feeling when somebody goes to bat for you, like yeah. you don't want to let them down. No, nah, I didn't. And then you're running lines with them. Yes. Like, wait a minute, I don't have the part yet. <laughs> and like Jamie, Jamie kept telling me like, yo, they... They want to see you. Yeah. Look, man. They want to see you. That's all he kept <laughs> saying. Kept saying like that. almost yeah. like motherfucker. I made some calls. Don't mm-hmm. fuck up this audition. Mm-hmm. So. And you you got it. Well, let me ask you this. So my first when it was my turn, like I was just like go there and just watch Michael B. Jordan. But when the camera's on for you, how did you feel? Like did you execute your lines? Did you do it perfectly? Could every. Couldn't have had a better first scene. Okay, cool. Because okay, all they did was scream. Yeah. I was I was this, it was called held up. Oh yeah, the bank robber. You was in the gas station. I was the cop. You was a cop. I was like, you and Creed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cop. The cop. No, yeah. I was a crazy cop yeah, yeah. shooting everybody. Okay. <laughs> first scene, first day, all they wanted me to do was ride on the side of the cop car with my gun out, shooting, screaming. Yeah. Okay. I was like, so the butterflies was gone because everybody's laughing. And okay. I had no lines. I'm just yelling. I was like, oh, I'm in the game now. But let me ask you this. We shot, where'd you shoot Creed at? Philly. Philly. Mm-hmm. So when? how long were you there? Uh, six weeks. So okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. I thought, and I want to see if you thought this. Okay. When I did held up, uh-huh. we were in Canada. Okay. Same thing, about five, six weeks. I come back and I'm thinking, everybody gonna be calling now. I just did a movie with Fox, Nia Long, Sarah Paulson. I was like this. I'm thinking when I land, yep. motherfuckers are waiting with contracts. <laughs> Gary! Gary! I remember, <laughs> I remember I landed. Yeah. The lady was there with my name, yeah. drove me back to my apartment, and I went, what the fuck now? <laughs> it's a lonely fucking feeling the day, your first day yeah. back from a movie where you're, you don't have other work. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? You look around. Yeah. Now. Nothing. No one knows you're Literally. in that movie. You have to wait till it drops, and you're like, okay, well, look, what's next? What's next? The drilling. Listen, let me ask you this question. Did you, did you have more lines when you were filming, and then did they cut it down? And he was like, well, you watching the movie, like, hold on, wait, I'm coming any moment, ma. Nah, I say this, <laughs> ma, nah, nah, let, relax, relax. I know it's at the end, hold on. No, no. And then at the end, she was like, well, baby, you did good. Yeah. I was like, well, ma, I only said two things. Oh, no. <laughs> they cut see, me down, bro. Nah, see, I'm so good. Oh, I, shit. They can't take my shit out. I'm God. just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <God, damn. laughs> nah, man. Anybody Let me tell you something, man. with a gun, Gary. When you the best, <laughs> they don't take your shit out, bro. So just. Up your game. God. No, I'm just fucking with you. They took me out, bro. I was no, like, yo. I didn't have a huge, but that's the thing. Yeah. I didn't have a huge, huge part, but mm-hmm. it was it was enough. And and then when you when it comes out too, you're like, when you're shooting, yeah, you appreciate your days off. Like yep. we were on a six-day shoot week. So 
every now and then they went because you know we were inside and outside. Mm -hmm. So if they were shooting inside the gas station, everybody outside is off. Correct. So you'd ha I'd have sometimes like three, four days off, mm -hmm. and then when the movie came out, I go fuck. That was probably the day I was yep. off, not doing. This. Now you now you wish you were working every day. Exactly. I was like, I was, man, I wish I was working every day now. Man, I used to go to set when I wasn't working. I just wanted to be around the experience. I was like, I felt like if I was around Ryan Coogler, he like, all right, let's put Malik in this scene. Never happened. What's he like in person? I never oh, he, met him. Oh, he's dope, man. I'm sorry what happened. You heard what happened in Atlanta. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's crazy, bro. He was like, yo, what am I doing? And he's one of the cool, chillest guys. But that could have went left. I know. If he if that he had cop a, reached for his gun so goddamn fast. Yeah, he was like, like he was like, whoa, whoa, okay, okay, cool, bro. But if he if he was like, yo, my name is Ryan, you know who I am and all that, they, that could have been a crazy situation. And mm -hmm. I was like, girl, it's the bank teller. He's like, look, I don't want to take my money out loud. I want to withdraw 10K. I'd have done the same thing, but it's it's crazy because he's such a cool dude, married. Uh, shout out to you know his family and chicks from the cool. Bay. Chick from the Bay, yeah, Richmond. My, yeah, my he, ex from the Bay. The homie from the Bay. Yeah, have yeah. fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm banned in the Bay right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that, bro. What, wait, wait. Why are you my divorce? Yeah, no, not. I don't care about oh. that. Uh, yo, why are you been so? Look, I'm so, kidding. My ex is from Oakland. Oh, like, she oh went I, the, I she, really thought she went. No, to like, oh. she she grew up in the Acorn. If you're from Oakland, you know the Acorn, and then Damn. went to Skyline. Like she's Oakland. Dad was in the Black Panthers. That Damn. type of shit. Did so. you ever like say hella a lot? Hella funny, man. <laughs> hella divorce. Hella divorce. Hella single. Yo, this, this interview got hella awkward. <laughs> Nah, so go back to the um, to the movies, right? So that was held up was your first one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then after that, what, what, what was how long the, was the three movie? years? Forgot another movie. Three years. Yeah. That's why I say this this game is crazy. Damn. I did an independent movie, but nobody really saw it. And then, yeah, when I got yeah, it was three years because what happened with Held Up? Jamie got Any Given Sunday, oh, so yeah. they put Held Up on the shelf. It didn't come out for two years. Because they wanted it to come out after any given Sunday because Jamie Starr just started Star rising, fucking yeah. riding. And he's yeah. like, nah, we're going to hold this. Mm -hmm. But everybody Star was, was funny. rising. That shit was funny, though. Held up. Yeah, it was good. What's crazy about it, when we shot it, it was like Jamie Foxx and a bunch of cool actors. Nia's in it and stuff. But mm -hmm. after that, Rosalind Sanchez got Rush Hour 2. So oh. she started taking off. Oh. Sarah Paulson's in everything now. Like She's been Oscar nominated. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... Everyone in their own lanes just start freaking pew, 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 and Gary. Like, I'm doing fine. Yeah, okay. Like I was like this. I was nobody knew me. Uh -huh. The director, but the <laughs> that was it. But that I just remember that all. That was my first like audition mm -hmm. in front of cameras and everything. Yeah. I was like, I walked in. I was like, there's eight people looking at you. I'm like, oh fuck, yep. this is real. Yep, yep. And, and it's I, quiet. It's quiet. You mic'd up. You're like, oh shit, this is real. Yeah. Okay, let yep. me get my uh, yeah. Everybody's treating you on set and all that. I didn't have a chair. Did you have a chair? You're like, I'm oh, on set. set. Yeah. On set. Held up? No. I don't I don't remember anybody having a chair with their name on it, though. Oh, okay. So Sylvester and uh, Michael B. Jordan had theirs and then Tessa Thompson. Because I was number four on the call sheet. You know, you see the call sheet. It's the ranking. I was like, yeah, I'm number four. I was like, this is going to be a significant part. <laughs> I even took it. Gary, I swear to God, I took a picture on Instagram. I was like, yo, you see, no, I call myself number four. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was it for four lines? <laughs> well, they cut two. <laughs> Are <laughs> oh, you four? Oh, my full lines. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was That's it. That's how the call sheet is. <laughs> that was my line. You think I should do it? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was my well, line. Well, let me... Okay. All right, go ahead. This is what I know is about being on film, too. So when we shot... Think Like a Man, then two, like... I feel like that was your breakout role. Think Like a Man? A personal opinion. 
Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good cast, though, too. I was the first one to sign. You was? Nobody had signed on you. I was, what was I going to do? Steve it Harvey. Was, it was favored nations. Yeah. It was like, no, nah, let, let these bigger names sign, <laughs> and whatever they get, I get. Yeah, okay. I, that's why I literally told my manager that. I go, wait a minute, what, what's favored nations? They go, that means everybody's getting the same amount of money. I go, all right, fall back. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm good. I'm signing up. Let everybody else negotiate. And then it was pretty simple. Dog. And that was the most money I ever got at that time in my career for a movie because shit. <laughs> got Kevin. Yeah. Fucking how, did that, how did that come about? Like, how did they just call you up, like, Gary, we want you to be. Well, it's crazy. That's how you never know in this business, man. I know. It's crazy. Will story. Packer. Okay. They were doing Stomp the Yard 2. And I, my buddy knew a PA who was at the production office, which was this abandoned-looking building, because Stomp the Yard 2 was like an independent. It wasn't Stomp the Yard, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I didn't know nobody was there. So we knock in on the thing, not knowing there's there's um, sound systems. like eh. So I'm, I'm knocking on it, and I had these flat-top hard shoes, and I'm going, Kiki! Kiki! Stop I it. I said, I'm here for Stomp the Yard! <laughs> <laughs> and somebody, this guy goes, Who's the crazy white man at my front door? And I go, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so they buzz us in. Yeah. And then we, I don't know who Will Packer is. Yeah. I go into his office. We start bullshitting about nothing. And he goes, oh, man, I'm a big fan of yours. Yeah, stand up. I'm like, yeah. We're, we started talking like we know each other for 10 years. That's and I'm that. not there for, there's no agenda for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, he knows I'm a stand up. And, and we just, it was funny. I'd run into him again. Ran him again, and every time we ran him, it was cool. And then well, I was on the Tom Joyner cruise, and he came on there, and we started talking then. And it was just every time I came to Atlanta, I'd call him up, he'd come to a show, and I knew he was doing movies. But And then all of a sudden, left field, he goes, this guy goes, man, I just talked to Will Packer, man. He brought your name up about this movie he's trying to put together about this Steve Harvey book. And I said, really? So I called Will, and I, then I remember the conversation. I said, Will, what's up, man? How are you doing, Brokeback Mountain 2? <laughs> Heard you wanted me on it. He goes, what? Yeah, I said, yo, let me get a part of that gay film, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I said, no, I'm with Rodney Barnes. You know, Rodney Barnes, the writer. Uh I said, with Rodney Barnes. And he said, my name came up for some movie. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, look, I'm going to bring you in to Screen Gems. He goes, I'm really trying to put a good cast together. We're trying to lock in Kevin. And so I remember when I went to Screen Gems with Will to meet with Clint Culpepper, who was running Screen Gems. Okay. We go in, and Omari Hardwick was there. So I don't know if he was up for one of the parts, but looking back on it, he had to be there for Think Like a Man. Like, And the only thing I could think of, and I don't know, maybe Will can, somebody can tell me if I'm right on my thinking. I think, looking at the cast like it is, I think he was going to go up for Terrence J's part. Terrence J. Uh, so I was gonna say Michael Ely. Mm-mm. Okay. But I say Terrence J. because Terrence was the last one to sign. He was okay. the last minute. Cool. What he was supposed to be in the movie? He was supposed to just help out with the table read. What? And he left the table read, and then also because when we went to shoot, I thought there was a couple different people that was at the table read that wasn't in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Terrence was. I thought he was one of those people that was just helping out. And then, uh, then he was on set. And literally, when I, I we became I became friends with Terrence, and he was just like. Yeah, man. They called me after the table read and said, "Hey, we couldn't lock in Mama's boy, so you oh, you want Lord. the part?" And he said, "That's why I didn't get a lot of money for it." He Damn. was he was not part of the favor nation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, the budget was gone. Yeah, yeah. So looking back, I was like, "That is the only thing I can think of." Damn. Is they didn't have it casted yet. And mm-hmm. I remember Mari being in the room. And I could be wrong. 
but he was definitely up in the running for one of the parts. I think he's he too swole to play Mama's Boy, though. Like, he's too big to... Dude, I was supposed to be Jerry Ferreira's part. That's what Will wanted me. With Gabrielle Union? Yeah, but nobody knew it was Gabrielle at that time. Will wanted me to come in, and he wanted me to play Jerry Ferreira's part. Yeah. And then Clint wanted me to be Bennett. Mm-hmm. And so somehow just Will was like, yo, I really wanted you, because it was a little media role, Jerry's part. Yeah. But it it worked because the movie would have been totally different. No, yeah, Because I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get, get my stuff up when I can't. But I remember when we did the table read, Kevin had so... they His character, they wrote it so perfectly for him. And then he had his own little sauce to it. And Jerry Ferreira said the best. He said, when you got done with the table read, you knew Kevin was going to hit a home run. You didn't know how far he was going to hit it. Mm. But it was set up for him to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. You know? And he but did, the whole he, cast he definitely, hit a home run. Yours is dope as well, bro. You had like a little... what what Did you improv a lot in that movie? Because I know, I know you could tell... Yeah, because when he, they all were talking, it. yeah, all of, all of it. Yeah, okay, okay, I figured. You was just oh, yeah, like, the gap band, you know, baby. <laughs> when y'all was at um, Rush at the Cover City, and you had, what was your line in there when he was trying to talk to uh, the lady? I remember you said something that was funny at the table when y'all had the drinks or something like that. Do you remember that part? Uh, I All I remember is I remember I did the, my son's, the name won me gay cello player. Yeah. Uh, we was ad living that, and then. You guys always, you never make your payments on time. You oh, yeah, that, that's time. the one. That's the one. And that's then the Kevin's one. like, we like, saying black people? I'm like, yes. Yes, absolutely. exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the one. He was at the Rush Bar saying it. I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. You're I wish they did the outtakes because I can make Ely crack every time. Every time. Every time. Ely, and that's what I look to because Ely would be like, <laughs> just put his head down, like, <laughs> for some reason, I can fucking break him. Every time. But you know who could break me? Fucking Faison. Faison? Faison Love. Oh, that's my guy. You just had him on. We just did and we just did a movie together um in the fall okay. in Vegas. And that's the first time I worked with him on film. And I was like, God damn it, dude. I just his face. Yeah, he's a, he got that it's little. Hey, he doesn't have a neck. Crack up. He doesn't have a neck. And it's just like, it's yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, I, I saw him and Bill somebody was doing a push-up competition. Yeah, on the, set. On set. And I was like, yo, Faison is just funny as hell. Dude. You just be around him. It's just so funny. And when you're working with him, okay. you get why he works a lot. Because now I got it. Working just, with him, I was like, oh, that's why you're always working. I would that? hire you. What was something that you would take away that made you think, like, yo, okay, I, I get it? I don't know. He's just fucking, he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> Nothing. There's one scene where, like, I wish I wouldn't have seen him. He has no lines. I look over and he just goes, I was just, <laughs> he didn't say a fucking word. He just went like this. I was like, this. Why did that make me laugh? No, no, no you don't know. Yeah, I love he him. It just that makes case. me laugh. Some people, yeah. just like, I'm sure Italy will tell you that. Like, I could break him every time. I could fucking break that. I would look over and he'd be like, because <laughs> I think it's your timing and the way you say it, how you project your line. It was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you saying black people? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> this motherfucker. You know what I mean? That's how it is. But damn, bro, that's what's up. Isn't right. that funny, though? I, you think about, that's why I said in this business, you was asking me earlier, like, you just never know where the next work's coming. Yeah. You're, I don't want to say your life can change in a day, but it really can. Seriously, yeah. No. I've, after my Burning Sands, and I took, of course, granted, I took the stand-up. I, I was just slacking on auditions. We did a Burning Sands original Netflix movie, the first original black college Netflix movie, and everyone blew up. I'm talking about Trevor Jackson on Grownish, my man Deron Horton, dear wife. Everyone like blew up, and I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. And I'm trying to, I'm at open mics, and then uh, open mics led me to get an insecure part on them mm-hmm. uh, TV show Insecure. Yeah, I was like, damn. So then I was like, oh, I'm back, baby. 
And then again, I was like, mom, watch this. And then uh, <laughs> they took another line from me. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Eating her pussy. <laughs> I'm eating her pussy, mom. Look, at that's the back I of my head. I don't have any lines, but I'm fucking killing it right now. Jesus. I think There's they... so much shit on my face. <laughs> her hand. Mom, look. That's Wait, me. that's me. That's <laughs> me, mom. Again, well, baby, you did a good job. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Man, I don't know. Your daddy, <laughs> you did a good job. Hey, bro, that's hey. I don't know if Hollywood is messing with me, but every time I get a part, I say I'm on set all day, shoot days. I'm killing it, showing up on time, and in the final cut production, am I enunciating something wrong? But they cut my lines. Every time, but you know, but here's what's crazy too. Dog, you I'm are crying. sometimes you're at the mercy of the editors too because yeah. I'm not gonna name no movies, but I did a movie where I was a comic relief, and I got done. I go, it's not like they cut anything, but I think I felt like it would have been funnier, right? Yeah. And my manager said, "They go, Gary, you got to realize that movie wasn't originally a comedy, so they didn't hire people that probably knew how to cut a comedic film, mm. so they probably cut it up in a way that it stayed like in." action adventure movie but they was just like i was like oh anything about that they go it's a lot of stuff's important man yeah daddy daycare if i i walked into the the editing bay the mm -hmm. day they were editing my scene and the because the director wanted me for another movie right okay so he goes he goes hey put on the put on the scene where gary was and the editor had the camera on eddie the whole time i'm doing this whole dance thing in this broccoli outfit mm -hmm. and the director goes what the fuck was that and he goes what do you mean he goes I got a six foot three guy in a broccoli outfit doing a snake. He goes, show it. He goes, oh, I don't know if I wouldn't have showed up that day and he wouldn't have wanted to show it to me. What? That could have been gone in the movie. They could have been showing Eddie the whole time. Damn. So it's the editor. So, so I, I mean, was, it could be. I'm saying there's a lot that goes into it, man. Yeah. And it, well, well a, tip, a tip that Michael B. Jordan always told me before I started acting, he's like, be cool with the camera guys. I was like, why? Because they know how to make you look. Good on camera, Facts. so I was like, "All right, cool." So I was every movie, every time I book, I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" I'll be always oh, chop it up. I look good, Gary, yeah, but my lines just get cut, so I don't know what's going on. Now you keep you try to make me feel good, like, "Look, you understand? It's a comedy. You're trying to make it act." I was an insecure, and I was a comedian. My lines was very Fuck, simple. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I don't want to say it, man. It's you. God damn. You're not that good. You're just not that good, man. I'm good enough to pass the audition, but like when we see it, like. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I suck at auditions. You don't? Get that fucking camera on, though. I'm beast. Bro, I'm. See, I. No, I, I suck at I, auditions. I, I fucking kill in auditions. I don't. What do you do? How do you prep? I don't. I you fucking. <laughs> I am the. I'm top. Lower ten percent of auditioners, and and you just I've get rarely it. left an audition going. I killed that shit. Rarely. My friend, uh, who's he's booking uh, Deron Horton. He's he's on he's on a uh, movie with Samuel Jackson that came out Apple TV. He says the roles that he usually like, man, I don't feel good about it. I like whatever. Those are the roles that he gets all the time. And now he's in the transition where they just offer him roles. But damn, dog, I didn't I, see the ones that I take. I'm like, man, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna book it, and I'm every one. I'm like, I feel good about it. How did we do? Well, they're gonna go to someone else. I was like, damn, all right. And then the ones that I, I book, I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. I'm I, Malik, you got it. Congratulations. Like, oh, I'm gonna study my lines over and over and over again. Kill it on set. Take out the take how you want it. Okay, I can give you a different one. Don't worry about it. You're killing it. And then the final cut, you just see me 
eating pussy. They're in the lying bag. to you, bro. <laughs> they, they're, they're lying. The whole to time you? they're going, we don't need another take. <laughs> it's not gonna make the movie. <laughs> That's like Tracy Morgan. Yeah. It reminds me of Tracy Morgan's story where he was doing that Sierra Mist commercial. How Remember they had a bunch of comedians like probably 15 years ago. They had Jim Gaffigan. Originally they had Aries Spears and they replaced Aries with Tracy. They had all these comedians doing these Sierra Mist commercials. Okay. And Tracy had the funniest story. He goes, the director was just going off one day. Like about everything. Everything was wrong and the lines ain't right. And Tracy goes, hey man, relax. It's Sierra Mist. It ain't fucking Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> it just made so much sense. <laughs> like this. What Wait. the fuck, man? <laughs> Directed a CMS commercial. Relax. <laughs> he said it's not Pepsi. This shit ain't fucking Pepsi. It's <laughs> fucking CMS. The fuck you tripping for? <laughs> and like, that just lowered everything. Expectation. Like, yeah. They, tr- someone like Tracy just makes the most sense. Yes. Like, he yes. thinks in such simple terms. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Think about that. This is fucking Sierra Mist. That's Seven Up cousin. Am I yeah. gonna see this shit? <laughs> Am I gonna see? Kind of yeah. like your parts of movies. Well, all right, brother. You sorry. <laughs> God damn, he had to say that, brother. God damn, we was over here bonding. I'm sorry, my fault. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So bro. who's your football team? Let's just transition. Yeah, you trying to change it? Well, shit. All right. L.A. Rams, baby. L.A. Rams. We did it, baby. Hey, my. Hey, look. Shout out to Aaron Donald. We had a great. Uh, I went to the Super Bowl party. Did you go? I went to the Super Bowl. All right, never mind. Rose one. Shout out to Aaron Donald. Shout out to, you know what I mean, our coach, the greatest coach we have, Sean McVay. Shout out to, hey, look, I didn't believe in Matthew Stafford. My pops was like, bro, they're going to win the Super Bowl. He was right. I didn't believe in him. He doesn't show up in big games. Boy, did he do. Shout out to the greatest receiver, I think, in the NFL today, Cooper Cup. Shout out to OBJ. I, I still I still rather God take my knee than yours, but... I mean, things happen, OBJ. You'll be back. Hey, shout out to also, hold on, I'll be back. Shout out to Jalen Ramsey. You know what I mean? You did that, boy. You shut down. You know what I mean? They always talking about, oh, Jamar Chase, Jamar Shut number one down easily. Easily. I mean, I don't know. Did you see him a lot? I didn't. Hey, and shout out to uh, Bob Miller. Bob Miller, you freed the other side up for my man Aaron Donald. You know, that weak-ass O-line, we got it in the backfield. And shout out to, look, on fourth and one, shout out to the coach for going to, you know, shout going for Shout out to fucking refs. <laughs> the ref, what are you talking about? They were holding. They were holding. What are you talking about? He was holding Cooper Cup. He was holding. No, that was over. That, which one were you talking about? Third he, and eight. Okay. Logan Wilson, Cooper came over the and middle. He sma- and he smacked him over. He sma- there was no fuck. So what, what was you that? You got to call it the whole game. You can't call it the last drive. You got to call the whole game. What are you talking about? They were letting so much stuff get away. Wait, hold on. Tell me. Yeah, let so, everything go. No, tell me. So when a boy grabbed my man Jalen Ramsey face mask, why didn't you call that? They should have. No, no, okay. I'm no, not saying two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> I didn't say there was They perfect. scored a touchdown off, off that. Yeah, we did. Play. Exactly. Yeah. And that was bullshit. Yeah. At least on the third and Call eight. Back. Wait, on the third and eight, all we did was get a four, first and goal. You had four opportunities to stop us. You didn't. We should have stopped. It should have been fourth and eight. But I'm saying they didn't call it the whole game. You, you decided to call the shit the last drive? Because that's that, what you call it? That's what the rest, the rest, the rest, listen, it was holding all game, right? At some point, you got to be like, okay, this is enough. Okay, this is enough. So he threw the flag. And the ref was like, oh, shit, we are refs. We can do this shit again. They are holding Cooper Cup. I was, that, and it was, I'm, go back to you not being on fire and the kid, you can't claim the black card. Yeah. I was upset it was our one white linebacker that did it because I was going to say, oh, it's because he's white. <laughs> Cooper Cup got the call. Couldn't say that because it was Logan Wilson. He was white. I like to do. I like to make everything racial when shit don't go right. I, see. I hate it when it's black on black and white on white because you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't make Yeah. Damn. But I also think if if a white wide receiver scores on a black defensive back, it should be worth nine points. You think six. so? 
So, so, so. Same way when a white guy dunks in an NBA game, uh-huh. I'm like, that should be worth four points. <laughs> that should be worth four. So wait, so wait, so. Black about- guy scores in hockey, <laughs> two points. Two points. Okay. <laughs> I, I love how you. I love your scoring. Uh, your scoring strategy. Now let me ask you this: So when Cooper Cup. Caught the game winning touchdown. Was right there, Eli, right in front of me. Right Eli, fucking front of me. Eli Apple, you know, he was talking all that shit. He was like, man, hey, New Orleans Saints fans, fan base, fucking suck. What he Fuck. says, and what he said, New York fan base, y'all never be shit. Right. And then he gets burnt. I'm talking about cooked on every play by Cooper Cup. Was that. I said he should have shut up. He's, okay. I'm, I'm one of them guys, shut okay. up. Shut it's, up. That's not our team. Okay. That's, we got rid of that culture. What a Zach, Zach Taylor has created a whole new culture. He was about to get fired before uh, Joe Barrow came. Another Louisiana guy saving. But no, Cincinnati. no, no. But you know, they. Here's the thing. You can't his his first year. You can't count against him. He had to get. He had to make the team his. Yeah. So you got to get that. You got to give a coach three years. So it's like you got all the guys out that didn't want to be there that wasn't buying into his system. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, I'm there. It the vibes different. The vi- and Burrow has a lot to do with it. Don't get it twisted. I was about to say, the coach. But it also shit rolls downhill. Coaching has to allow that to happen. A it's like of, Belichick. The reason he's so successful. What's Mac Jones comes in, right? Okay. It's like what's they, everybody says. This is what he's not good at. And Belichick's like, yeah. So we're not gonna do shit that he's mm-hmm. not good at. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor, same way. Burrow, he might not be good at this. Like, all right, we're not gonna do that. What are you good at? But Burrow's good at everything. Let me ask you this: a couple of calls that Sack Taylor made in the game, I felt like I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have called that. Like the fourth and one on the on the drive that the the Rams played, scored the first Super Bowl, just kick the field goal. I mean, just kick the uh, just punt it, just punt it. But that's who we've we've been that all year. Yeah, but this is the most important game. And yeah, but you can't po- change who you are. But points count though, Gary. I, they do, but you can't change who you are. Okay. And I think when you got someone like Burrow, you're like, we gonna get the points eventually. No. We're gonna against get the points. that defense, the Rams defense, that Dude, that line, everything. I'm telling you, and I said it on my fucking podcast. Go ahead. Before it happened, I said, look, we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Aaron Donald's gonna get his sacks, and Matthew Stafford's gonna throw a pick. We know that. It's mm-hmm. just when is it gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Donald got the sack last. Stafford didn't throw the pick last. I was like this. Because Stafford's generous with that fucking ball. Oh, oh, he is. He, 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 he shares it to the other team. <laughs> you, I'm like, damn. So it, it was but a lot. My, my, here's, here's the thing. It, I'd rather play the 49ers because we already played them. And Burrow's that type when he sees you and he knows what your strengths are and he can watch film on you. I think we would have handled the 49ers. You think so? The Bay. Yeah. You, are you saying that because you banned from the Bay? Or are you just like saying Both. <laughs> Both. I ain't going to lie. Both. <laughs> But we lost to the 49ers in overtime, and Burrow's a type. Yeah. Then when he sees you, he's like, okay, now I know yeah. Now I know how fast this edge rush is coming. So I think the same thing, like if they would have played the Rams around the year, I'd have been more comfortable. Like He would have known like the way Aaron Donald moves and shit. Listen, I watched the whole goddamn Super Bowl live, and then I watched it on film again. What a lot of people ain't talking about okay. is everyone wants to talk about that fourth down where Donald sacked him, and now everybody's showing how Ramsey fell and Jamar was wide, wide open, open, right? Yeah, wide open. The play before that, the third and one. And, 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 and he, he got tripped up and, and pulled, him back, pulled yeah. him back. Yeah. If you look at it, Donald was not going through that gap. He was going through the other gap. Our fucking lineman blocked him into the goddamn running back. I went, they, they did some double team, and they pushed him into it. I went, you got to watch it again. I watched I go, Wait. oh, he was... Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, brother. Get the get, go, go ahead. Okay. Donald. Yeah. Donald. Use my phone. Donald's here. Yeah. Donald was headed this way. Mm-hmm. Our lineman went like this and pushed him in the fucking running so back. So where the running back was right there. I was there. like this. 
Watch well, it. Watch well, the third one. But wait, so wait. Donna was here, right? Yes, yeah, he's double He was teamed. gonna yeah. go this way. Th this is his gap, right? He's yeah. gonna go here. Our line went, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go this way. Fucker, you know that's where the running back's going. You hey. should have got here. Let him go around. But that was a hell of a play that you did not know a grown man was gonna pull him back. The point is, we knew the fucking play. Aaron <laughs> did, Donald did you? didn't. Did you? No. <laughs> the Bengals lineman did. You let him, let yeah. Donald fucking go that way. You don't push That's, him into where the running back is. So Donald's going to go through the four gap, three gaps to where our running back's going. Yeah. Let that motherfucker go. To the four gap. Well, that's why your, your O line was bad all year. That's you can't, why we got you, new ones. You can't, you can't, exactly, but you can't get mad at the O line. Like you said, you can't change who you oh, are. You can get mad. You can be fucking mad at that O line. Did you, did you put money on the game? Yeah, I fucking owe Cedric $1,000 now. He's coming on in a couple weeks. Oh, fucking bitch. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to the neighborhood. That's a great team. And show. fucking, <laughs> we bet 1000 and yeah. Yeah, the I, Bengals lost by three. The Rams are favored by four. Yeah. I, I forgot to say we're going with the points. You forgot to say that. So it was a straight up bet. Why would you do that? Because I was you geek. just you know nah, yeah you was geek. Nah, this is your first time that y'all been in the Super Bowl. For I years. wasn't missing this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Drug dealers are back. We had it. We had a plan. Hats for me to get on the stage. You know how Kevin did get on stage when the Eagles won? Yeah. We had a fucking plan. Hatch, bro. And you was going. You was going to get on stage. We had it all. I was like this when they. Cause I know you was up. You was look. You was happy when it was like twenty five to uh, it was 20, 20, 13, right? 13 or something like that. And I was like, oh shit. And it was it was it, the what you had like what four or five minutes, and he went on that drive from the what the twenty yard line all the way down there with Cooper Cup. And I was like, oh, the game is over with. And Aaron Donald was like, one play, one play. I was like, yeah, bro. And then the, the stadium was electric. I was like, yo, this is dope, bro. This, oh, what really messed me up when you took that drive and then Chase beat Ramsey. On that first, the first play, you remember the, that? The amazing catch. The amazing catch. Yes, I was like, damn, he, now he about to be a factor, and he was wide open. And that Joe last Burrow, play, Joe Burrow needed one more second. It. He didn't. Oh, he saw Aaron, it. He just couldn't get the ball to him. Aaron Donald is he the greatest like defensive player? Yeah, over that I've seen. That, okay, okay, yeah, because you know that's an argument. With, like who's uh, better, Reggie White? Maybe. Nah, they said uh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was more of a linebacker, like the end though. Like Donald's in the middle, fucking shit up. Yeah, but I mean Lawrence Taylor. People had to prepare. I, I would, I would, yeah. It, that's that's like a Jordan Lebron argument. I'll mm. I'll take either. The good thing about Aaron, there's you know there's not gonna be a hooker in the hotel night for the game. You know what I mean? Like, I think the offseason's a little calmer with Aaron Donald. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Okay, okay. It's, it, it, my thing with the NFL in general. Like everybody knows I'm a diehard Bengals fan. Yeah. Everybody knows it, yeah. and. It sucks when they're playing someone like the Rams, where Vaughn, every time I run into him, cool as can be, mm. and Aaron comes to see me when I go to Pittsburgh Improv. Mm -hmm. Two, three times he's come, bought tickets, not asking for any hookups. It's just big Aaron's here. You know what I mean? And hang out afterwards and talk to him. He's just a nice, cool guy. Damn. So it's hard not to be, like, upset. Okay. You know, like, you're, you're it sucks. Yeah. I hope we get back, but at the same time, like, fuck! But then I'm like, all right. You, you want to see greatness, reward it. Okay. And Aaron Donald is greatness. Of course. So you want to see it rewarded in that manner. Just wish it wasn't against us. Well, the Bengals have time. Before before We say year. that. Everybody's like, now everybody's comparing Joe Burrow to Dan Marino, because Dan Marino went to the Super Bowl his second year. Mm -hmm. and, or they're comparing him to Andrew Luck. Hope we don't get beat up. I go, hey, fuckers. All right, don't push that. Why don't you compare to Joe Montana or Tom yeah. Brady, bitch? They, I heard Tom Brady. The next Tom Brady. Yeah, but now they keep talking about the other shit. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Leave that alone. Hold on. Let, me put this. let, let it this. levitate. Let it Look. levitate, man. <laughs> who was hey, 
<laughs> who was your uh, best like athlete to hang out with? Like the athlete, like man, it's still cool as fuck. Like you know what I mean? Like favorite two, two of them. Okay, Ken Griffey Jr. You met Ken Griffey? That's the homie. What? Or Randy Moss? They're two of the coolest. Bruh, hey, Randy Moss hotter than hot sauce. I know you watch this podcast. I used to play with Randy in 2000 and, and with Cole Pepper on the Minnesota Vikings, and I won so much money. Are you talking about video games? Yeah. I'm yo. talking real life, bro. Real life. <laughs> it's the second time. It's, God damn. What, what do Ken want his podcast for to get Hey, you, bro. Hey, look, his levels to the shit. You talking about real life <laughs> shit. I go fishing with that motherfucker. <laughs> in Louisiana. Randy, Randy yeah. the countryest motherfucker yes. you know what I mean like, Yes. I told when we he lives in Charlotte now, right? Okay. So I, this is my thing about athletes. When they put so much bad press out there, but then when you get to know them, mm-hmm. you're like, so Randy is just like he just likes to go fishing. He ain't got no entourage. And we were in Charlotte and I called him. I said, You want to get hang out and have some lunch or something? Yeah, I come scoop you up at like one o'clock. So I told my opener. I say, hey, we're going to go out to lunch, a uh, buddy of mine. And then the guy's a football player, he goes, oh, do I know him? I go, I don't know, Randy Moss? He goes, the wide receiver? I go, yeah, he goes, no fucking way. We're going to Randy Moss? I go, yeah. I go, levels. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you think you're on the road right now. This ain't Shucky Ducky, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Shucky so, Ducky. So Shucky Ducky, motherfucker. You're going to Randy Moss. <laughs> but I literally, it played out. I go, watch. He's going to come in a pickup. I said, they're going to be dirty gym clothes in the back. Fishing poles in the bed, dirt. I go, it ain't gonna be like, ain't gonna be in a fucking Lambo or Rolls of cake. You know, Randy pulled up, dirty. Like he just went mudding. He goes, there's fucking gym clothes. Like he just at the gym. This fucker's in basketball shorts and flip flops. I right, what's up, man? What country don't, is fuck? Just don't, country, don't man. Don't tell me that, man. We love him in the hood, man. No, that's him. that's a good thing, though. <laughs> is like, it? Oh, yeah, right. he's, he fucking he's real. <laughs> I, I love the real. I I'm not. It. I'm not saying the shit was dirty. Yeah. I'm just saying the fucker did not take it. He wasn't like I'm going it's, to get it, Gary. This Gary is Gary. I'm gonna this, clean this shit out. Nah, hey, this the comedy guy. He got in the back. He goes, I just moved the shit over. <laughs> Push the clothes <laughs> over and shit. But you know what else Randy does that nobody talks about? <laughs> I don't know if he still does it, but he used to do these boot camps like at six in the morning on some like high school football field. He had these. CrossFit trainer ladies with them, and they would work people out for free. Like everybody would show up on the field, and you can get a workout in for free, like two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And he just did it. Man, just just cool. Kindness of his heart. Just like yo, get in shape. That's just how he is. I love that. That's man. just how he is, man. That's dope. I like cool that. as shit. See, I want, to, I want the podcast to be like Randy's dirty. He's not. No, no, no. I'm just saying he's not gonna get his truck washed when he comes to pick you up for lunch. <laughs> Especially Gary. Yeah, like yo. It's Gary. And then we just. When you go out to eat with them bitches, he's by himself. Yeah. And then you had one dude show up, hang out. There's no entourage. Nothing. There's no like calling in the head. We're going in the back, you know? Just regular people. That dude. Regular not, fuck. Did he get stopped? Did he get stopped like we y'all? Yeah, just, yeah, but uh, you know, we just keep it moving. Yeah, Both of us, it. you know. Uh, just we went to some soul food spot, okay. sat outside. Nobody's really bothered us like that. Damn. Same with Ken. Yeah, Ken I don't roll with no entourage. Ken Griffey. Hey, no entourage. He got he got us in baseball. I remember the sandlot didn't. It was Ken. When I saw him on that shortstop, I was like, oh, you can be cool as hell. Because it was Daryl Strawberry first, mm-hmm. right? A little older than, you know I mean? I, you know, Not much. And Ken, Ken came out with 89, 90. Not, well, I, like I, just, I just remember Ken, Kenny, because I mean, I was born in 91, but Ken Griffey Jr., he was just like, in, I, I just saw him, he was just cool with the earring. Had on went, backwards. Yeah. Man, like dude, just, Seattle Mariners would not be around without Ken Griffey Jr. They were going to move. Facts. He sold, the, he sold that shit out. I was like, a brother playing shortstop? Come on, man. No, he yep. was in the outfield, center field. He was on shortstop too, though, right? Nah, he was outfield, bro. No, you, you sure? You think of Ozzie Smith? 
This motherfucker here. Ozzy. This motherfucker here. I thought Ken Griffey Jr. was a shortstop. Well, listen. Jesus I'm, Christ. Because, you know, I'm not in baseball. Like three-point shot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in baseball court. like that. I mean, just hey, look, if you want to talk about it, okay. Uh, he's the guy, but you he's forget like when you go to his house and stuff because I go to his house a lot. Um, Where does he live? Where does he live? Orlando. Okay. You forget when you're there, like, oh my god, like he's he's on the Pepsi machine. Yeah. He was the Gatorade guy. Yeah. He was the Nike guy. Like the Nike, the building's named after him. You forget, and you're there. He's got like a. Vending machine in the in the garage like this. I forgot you were the <laughs> fucking Gatorade guy. You forget, You're like, bro, that was dude. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. <laughs> His memorabilia is just like, damn, bro. Yeah, you're right. This was in '96. Damn. But you know what's crazy? Yo. Goes back to you never know yeah. in this business how you meet people. I met Ken through it. Now, growing up, Ken was older than me, Cincinnati kids, but he was like legendary. Mm-hmm. Like there was like stories about him growing up. Like there's this kid, man, in high school. I was like in fifth grade and Ken's like in high school and it was like, yo, there's this guy at Muller High School, dude. You gotta see this fucker play. Like legendary stories about him in high school. And then he got to the pros and then like 15, 16 years ago, Alonzo Morning and Dwayne Wade had um, Zoe Summer Groove in Miami. Okay. So I went one year, I was performing and I saw his dad, senior, walking around. So, you know, you got all these NBA guys. The Heat just won the title 2006, mm-hmm. and so it was 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. So nobody's really paying attention to Ken Griffey Sr. Mm-hmm. So I walk over to him. I say, hey, man, I heard there was a rumor. I said, how you doing, man? I'm Gary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, um, I heard there was a rumor growing up, because I grew up in Cincinnati, too, that you had a swimming pool shaped like a baseball glove. He goes, nah, I had no swimming pool shaped like a baseball glove, but I did have the biggest pool in motherfucking Cincinnati. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well played. <laughs> so... We just yeah. started talking, yeah. and then he. I said, I still live in Cincinnati. And at that time, Ken was still with the Reds. He goes, yo, next time I come to Cincy, I'm going to call you, man. We'll go to a game together. I said, all right. And like two weeks later, he called me. We're in the suite because mm. Griffey's suite was right behind home plate, right? Mm. I'm in the suite with his dad and his mom and everybody. And then it was just funny to me because all of a sudden, like, these three, four white dudes showed up. And they, I could tell they're kind of fanboy, yeah. boy out, right? Tripping your stuff. So I'm just watching. No, they're not fanboying me. They're oh. like, they want to get the junior. <laughs> oh, okay. But junior's playing. Yeah. So the game's over, and we're just all there bullshitting. And senior said, I'll give you a ride to your car after the game. I said, all right. So I'm just kind of waiting on him to ready to leave. And these guys, they're just kind of hanging out like 30 minutes after the game's over. I'm like, why the fuck is the guy still here? They finally go, hey, is junior going to come up? Or what? <laughs> senior's like, no, they're in Chicago tomorrow. They're going to get the bus, and they're going to head out to Chicago. They go, oh, okay. <laughs> That's why they found it. So we got in the car, and I go, yo, what was up with the dudes? Who were those dudes? They go, well, they were, I think they worked at like a, I'm making this up, Holiday Inn Express. Okay. So Senior was like, when we come to town, they take care of us, and I'll, I'll get them tickets to the game every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's a good trade-off, free yeah. hotel room for game. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, so I, I think they thought Junior was going to come up to the suite after the game, but <laughs> no, they're leaving for Chicago. <laughs> I said, I was wondering why I was just kind of staying around. They're like, is Junior coming? <laughs> nope, no, he's not coming. So, But I met Junior through his dad. Uh-huh. His dad was like, let me give you Junior's number, and I got on the phone with him, and then- Damn. I don't know. We just got cool over the years. Just got cool. He's just a, no, I mean, when I say regular, regular dude, regular. Like when I go to Orlando and I used to take, I took my son and his friends one year and we went with Junior and his son who's about the same age as mine. Went mm-hmm. to a pizza spot. Yeah. And we pull, pulled up. The girl said us right in the middle. And 
uh, all of a sudden I could tell people was like, oh shit, that's King Griffey Jr. With Gary Jr. Yeah. No, they weren't saying that. It was middle-aged white people. They were like, oh, gotcha. they had no clue. That's King Griffey Jr. And that must be his pitching coach. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jay Buhner? <laughs> so so yeah, all of a sudden the coach, owner yeah. was like, yo, he moved into some back part, back table in privacy. And I remember he looked at the host and was like, Fuck that is. <laughs> I didn't know. Because you don't sit him in the middle. Yo. But Campbell just cool sitting in the middle. And he sat you know? down, didn't even buy. Yo, that's crazy. He's regular, regular as all can be, man. I know, yo. You have so, such crazy stories. You just sat there like looking around, like, damn, we supposed to be in the back. Yeah, I was like, this. Why are we why are we in the middle? Well, I couldn't say nothing. <laughs> like you, like uh, excuse me, baby girl, you know what it says? It's Hall of Famer, ho. Hall of Famer, ho. <laughs> this ain't no, this ain't no open out dude right here. Okay, yo, yo, where's the back section, please? Yo, that's funny, bro. It was. I'll tell you the funniest though. So we took some pictures at, at his backyard, and I posted them. I didn't say where I was at or nothing. I just took a picture of my son and Ken and stuff, and it was funny. I put it on social media, and somewhere goes, "Hey, what resort is that?" Because me and my family's coming to Orlando next month, and I was like, "Bitch, I ain't no resort. <laughs> that's resort his house." <laughs> Wait, Tomo, explain to me how big his house is. Because is, is it like, I, I heard about. Oh, okay. It's pretty big. Right. Like, what do you mean? Like, I heard about like Martin Lawrence house, you know, and it was like, yo. Oh, you heard about it? Heard you ain't never been there? Never. Wait, you. Oh. Don't, don't talk. <laughs> All right, it's strike three, brother. Strike oh, you ain't been there? <laughs> damn. I heard about it. God, I heard about Eddie Murphy gold toilet seats. Have you been there? You ain't heard about it? <laughs> <laughs> Who, okay, put it like this. Who house you haven't been to? Michael B. Jordan's. <laughs> there we go. I got one. Yep. I got one. I mean, yeah. I think the dope. dopest house I've ever been in yeah. was Quincy Jones. How, how explain? I thought I was outside. I was still inside. I'll Wait, put what? it that way. Wait, what? I thought I was outside. I was still inside. I was like, I went through a door. Okay. I'm in this open courtyard. I thought you I know. walked outside. And I look up and I go, oh, fuck. I'm still inside. <laughs> wait, wait. He had like this It was so dope. big and airy. Yo. I thought I was in some outdoor courtyard. <laughs> I was still inside his fucking house. I was, I'm still inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still inside his house. Hey, yo, I just came out with some fresh air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look yeah. up, I go, wait a minute, that's a roof. <laughs> that's a ceiling. <laughs> this Damn. Is the biggest indoor courtyard I've ever been to. <laughs> Quincy Jones. Yeah, the house That's is pretty big. Yo, okay. It just, you know, it's been years, but looking back, and obviously over time, it's getting bigger. Yeah, of course. The story's expand. better. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, it's, it went from Inglewood to yeah. Reseda. His whole house. His house is that big, dude. Yeah, quarantine helped. Yeah. Uh. He's got an underground tunnel. It's crazy. <laughs> He's got his own highway. Yeah, Jones 101. <laughs> Jones 101. <laughs> right there, right? Yeah, Jones 101. <laughs> Take you right there to the Fox. No. You been to yeah. Fox's house? Yeah, we, yo, Calabasas. Uh, Calab That's yo, so one. he throws parties all the time. Yes, he does. Okay, they're amazing. Did, did you ever play basketball did at the play? old house? Okay, uh, the okay. one on the one in the valley. The ba okay, okay, we played the one before this one in the Calabasas. This one's in Calabasas. Yeah, yeah, no, the one before that. And that was where was that? It was in the valley, but it wasn't Calabasas. Oh, gotcha. Okay, it was okay. like off. I ain't gonna say the road. Oh, I just yeah, know where yeah. it's at. But uh, that was that was when he got me the part. Not nah, he he made a phone call for me for held up. That oh, house. That, okay, I bet. Yeah, but that now. was some wild times at that house. Jamie throws some parties. Does oh my god. But crazy about Jamie's party, you look around and be like this. Is that Barack? <laughs> Yo, it, it trip you out. Like who else is in there? Yeah. Uh uh, what's the dude name? Uh damn it. 
Tay Diggs. Yeah. Tay Diggs in there, like he's the life of the party. I was like, yo, what? The, that's the best man. That's mm. the best man right there. You know like, what? You know what's good about Jamie's parties is that's it's the it's a place where you can really let your guard down. Because mm -hmm. I don't, I ain't been to a lot, but the ones I've been to, nobody's got their phones out. Nobody's trying to record everybody. Like everybody's there really to have a good time. Just chilling. Yeah, yeah. There's certain places like you ever been to Russell Peters' house? Never. It's like that. It's the hangout spot. Russell Peters' house, man, you don't know who the fuck's going to be there. You talk about eclectic, you'll see Big Daddy Kane what? and, like, fucking Tyson will be there. Just chilling. Just in the back smoking cigars. Like, it's, it's Artie, nuts. Artie has a crazy car collection. Russell Peters. Yeah. Okay, so that's why, I, yeah, I want to go there just to see, like, car. I'm, I'm big on cars. And stuff. He just moved, though. He did. He wasn't hidden hills, and mm -hmm. then he just moved to it well, about a year ago. It's a it's a it's a smaller house, but it's brand new. Still mm. dope as shit. Yeah, but, of course, of course. But it, it, his his shit is always there's always just people just hanging out, and you never know who's gonna be there. You just walk in and be like, "Is that Rick Fox?" <laughs> I haven't seen you since goddamn the game. How right? Are you? How are like, you? Literally, like, no, I'm not lying. I've been there, and Rick Fox just showed up. Like, <laughs> did Rick Fox just show up so, for coffee and leave? <laughs> like, like like you said, Samuel Jackson or somebody just Bro. random motherfucker just be there. They'd be like. Who, how, who makes these phone calls? <laughs> who makes these phone calls to stop by the crib? Yo, let me just stop by Russell real quick. Let me just chop it up. Like, Literally. Yo, like it's a convenience store or something like that. Like, damn. And he's so generous. Like, that's, yeah. I stay at his house probably, if I come to LA 10 times, eight times I'm staying at his house, I'll just call him, like, hey, is there a room open? Like, and he'll just be like, yes, because it's better. It's nicer than a hotel. And of course. Just hang out. You do, you, know? do you like, you don't like living out here in LA? Um, I I would I like LA. Don't get it twisted. There's yeah. a lot to offer, but um, living out here, I don't know. There's a no. Nah, I don't think I, unless I had like a huge TV show or something. Oh, I like I like hanging out here and visiting. Yeah, but not living. Okay, not living. That's fair. I like I like LA though. LA LA is like a great spot. You see everything you want is out here. Yeah, everything I miss mean, no Fresno. It's all right. Fresno, he cracked my man back there. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, he saw I was about to get all like, bro, what do you mean? It ain't like, Fresno, <laughs> but you know, it's all right. Talk about that little dirt town. Man, ain't no motherfucking, ain't no triple A baseball team in LA. You guys got Dodgers, we ain't got no triple A. So I you get a triple A team, bro. I like the up and comers. This ain't the Modesto Valley, bro. Right? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't Bakersfield, yeah, homie. <laughs> Bakersfield. This ain't fucking, yeah. what is that? Uh, uh, what is that? Lawn. Lawndale? It's a Lawndale. Yeah, I thought it was pronounced it. What's it? Was it Lawndale or something else? It's Which one? Two cities right next to each other. Lawndale. Lawndale. What's right next to Lawndale? Palmdale. You got Pomona. Pomona. Yeah. Pomona next to Lawndale? Nah. No. Nah. Yeah. Lawndale and something else right next to each other. Lawndale. You have like what? So so Lawndale. You have uh. uh you go to Lakewood. Grapevine? Lakewood. Wait. Lancaster. Lancaster. Yeah. Lancaster. yeah. This ain't no Lancaster, <laughs> motherfucker. Thank you, random voice in the back. <laughs> My crack right team couldn't <laughs> yeah, figure it out. I got guys I, on computers. Now nah, don't worry about it. When you start saying, when you say Lancaster, it's like, yo, he wanted to say something for the longest. He was like, man, he perked up quick. Yeah, he probably like, look, bro, y'all take it too long. <laughs> Lancaster. <laughs> shit. How long this shit this big gonna go on? Lancaster. They got Pyrus in Lancaster. <laughs> you know what's up with <laughs> it's gas out what, there. What's like the it. blue gang called then? Uh which is it's a lot of uh blue gangs. It's like neighborhood, uh, 40 Crips, uh rolling sixties, uh you have uh, Grape Street. Not Grape Street is more. Uh, it's just like the Crips. What are crabs? Is that whack? If you watching this, I didn't say it. Gary said it. Is I that red it. or blue? That's a that's a that's you dissing like a blue set. I just heard it on the movie. 
I didn't I'm sorry. Say, I heard in the movie. I didn't say. I didn't say. <laughs> yeah, like you, you got like this. I, you see, I apologize. I was like off top, like brother. I don't want to get. I heard it in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be on Clubhouse. No, please, you're you're allowed to ask questions. I don't know. I don't know. That's like yo. Yeah, you yeah. can't be. Nah, they gonna you probably. You can't have a gang. Nah. fucking come after you for asking a question. Nah, they gonna be like, oh, this motherfucking Gary think he's funny. <laughs> I do think I'm funny, but I was literally asking a question. <laughs> I'm like, trying to tell you, that's how they come. What is that? <laughs> what is that? So that's a disrespectful term. Yeah, you say towards that. yeah. So any red or blue gang? Any no to the the blue gang. So anytime you see a Crips go like, I about to go to the boiling, you know, the crab. Yeah, yeah you would be like, oh, I'm about to go to the boiling crib. Cause that's like a different disrespect. Uh, yeah. So don't say that word. Yeah, you can't say that. And then for blood, it's a disrespect. I don't even like saying it, but it's like slobs. Can't call them that. Heard that too. Yeah. So it's like disrespect. But all so of- the game is red. Yeah, he's red. Pyru. Yeah. Okay. So what was Nipsey Hustle? Uh, Rolling Sixties. He was blue. He was blue. Yeah. But they were homies. Yeah, because I think if you really get past. Like the gang mentality, real talk, it's just like if you grew up in a certain area, right? Mm-hmm. You just like adopted to what that, you know, your set is. But if you meet a cool dude, like just saying like I, if I grew up in Inglewood and you grew up in, you know, Lancaster, yeah. right? And then, you know, my I set is beefing, but we're cool. We can chop it up on the podcast. Then like our OGs are men. They know we're getting money together and we're going to help the set. Like, yo, bro, we cool. We make songs together. It's all uh, respected. Okay. Only thing that's disrespectful is like, Buffalo, I, we rival. You know, we enemies. So it's, I mean, obviously another level, but it's like sports yeah. teams. Yeah, basically. Rams, yeah. Bengals. Rams, I'm sure. <laughs> but are you able to talk shit? Yeah, you can talk to the shit. other. About yeah, the but gangs just and stuff. but just be respectful. Like I don't gang bang. I have brothers that gang. Like my guys who like damn near all my brothers, they gang bang. And I was gonna bring them here, but I was like, nah, it's cool. Like don't worry about. They're that. gonna come here. Yeah, they're gonna come here. And uh, I was like, yo, this is my big opportunity. I was like, I'm. Hey, let's bring hold the whole. Hold on. I was gonna bring the whole. You said what? No, I wouldn't mind having a gang bang. Yeah. Though. I I. To me, it's like <clears throat> I think I like prison movies so much. Why? Because I don't want to go. So it's a, it's a segment of society uh-huh. I'll probably never see. Okay. So I got a friend that's in prison, and every time I go visit him, I'm always like just in awe, like not in awe, but just soaking it all in. Like mm. man, like these guys really like he's in Folsom. He's maximum in, security. Maximum security. Yeah. And then I'm going, man, these guys' mentality is like, and he'll tell me like, yo, vis- the the visiting stuff, mm-hmm. everybody's cool. Because yeah. nobody's trying to mess that up. Mm-hmm. He says, so you, you you literally could be sitting next to a dude that you got beef with that you know it's going to go down eventually, yeah. not during visiting hours. That mug will say hello to his mother, his girlfriend, be polite as hell, but once the doors close, they already know, they know what's what's yeah. up. But yeah. nobody's trying to fuck up that. Yeah. And they said, and if you do fuck that up, everybody coming after you. Mm-hmm. So You get it all against. Well, that's why I think a lot of people who you know, they join a set because you have, uh, they're in jail. And I don't know, I don't know like maximum security, but I know about counties. Like a lot of my friends, I've never been arrested, never been to prison, jail, nothing. But the homies been to county. And what they do is if you beef from, from such different set, you your set, whoever was in the set, they'll hold you down. But if you by yourself, you getting packed out or they're like, yo, where you from? Like, no, nah, I'm just trying to do my time. Well, shit, my time is your time. You know what I mean? They, they they yeah, and they get up on you. So that's where they get peer pressured into like game banging and stuff like that. And then when they get released, you claim the set. So if you want, <clears throat> you gotta get put off. Well, shit, did it. I just want to do my time, bro. Nah, leave me alone. Man. Nah, man, <laughs> ain't no leave me alone, bro. Yeah. Fuck. Like, what set <laughs> you from, Joe Burrow? <laughs> Who? Burrow <laughs> said, baby. Oh, you. Oh, so nine. Oh, you. Oh, you with that nine shit, huh? What? Oh, wait, well, yeah. That nine. B U R R O W. That's six, homie. <laughs> what number? What number is his nine? What number is he? He nine, right? Yeah, but nah, on his jersey. 
Now you trying to be slick, white boy. Why are you <laughs> being a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that in prison. Why you be? Oh, you a yeah, dick? Yeah. That's what's on your mind. Why you being a jerk? That's what... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> jerk. Why are you, you being a shithole? <laughs> oh, that's what you want me to put in there. You want to jerk some shit in your shithole, huh? Whoa. Yes, yeah, I'm just... That's not what I said. <laughs> that's how I would talk in prison, loud and like, like confused. Right, come, that come. is not what I said. Guard. And like, you just start. Guard. Yelling. Like, they're going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> Guard. <laughs> like, you try to raise your hand. <laughs> Guard. <laughs> when is visiting hours? That's how I'm doing like this. Yeah. You're just, you're just What's going? He's trying to fuck me. Well, I don't know why I ever sit in prison. Just get straight up with the guard. What's the problem? This guy's trying to fuck me. I just came in to do my time. I ain't come to get fucked. Jesus Christ, my, my tags were expired. What tags was this? <laughs> you say I'm you sorry the car was stolen. But the real way I got pulled over is not because it was a stolen car. The tags expired. I stole the car, but that's besides the point. I got pulled over because the tags expired. Now he's trying to fuck me. Oh, my God. No part of stolen car says fuck. Right? I don't that, know, that's man. what I'd be doing in prison. Oh, my God. And I'd hope the guards be laughing. Yeah, hey, exactly. We can't let him get fucked, yeah, exactly. man. He's too, funny. Us up. Yeah, he's too funny. I make your day better, right? Well, this, these jokes are over if I get fucked. You get a guard's ultimatum? You promise you that. <laughs> and I'm going to be loud when I'm getting fucked. <laughs> Everybody going to hear this fuck. Ain't going to be no be quiet. Ow! Holy shit! Oh! Bro, bro, <laughs> you, it can't go any farther. <laughs> it can't go any farther, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that your friend wants. Oh, my God. You gay motherfuckers. That's what you said. <laughs> if you're getting fucked in the ass, that's when you tell somebody, you gay motherfucker. <laughs> what do you say at the point? Motherfucker, you don't call me gay. You're in my ass. What are you? Gay. Shut the fuck up. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <Guard>! <laughs> yo. Hey, bro, you stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's what they be doing too when they got them fucking me. Yo, yeah, like hey, this. Bro, yeah. Hey, bro, you stupid, man. <laughs> this motherfucker wild. He called me a gay motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> called me gay. You stupid, bro. <laughs> like this. Stay funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a new Sully. Someone smaller than me in the same color, please. Same color. <laughs> That's be my request. That's in only prison. Request. Can Yo. I get a different Sully? Preferably same color and smaller than me. Please, my, thank you. My asshole needs a rest. Right. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I'll go Asian. I'll go Asian. <laughs> I'll go Asian. <laughs> I go Asian. That's probably just tickling. I really go deep. Hey, cuddle at night. Oh my god, bro. Well, let's just end it on that. Yeah, we have to. I don't know. I don't think anything can top that, Gary. Damn. I feel like I name dropped so much on this. Yeah, let me tell you what house did I been to? God damn. I know. Nah, it was it was inspiring. Coolest was. Yeah, nah. I actually don't. The uncoolest was because I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to drop salt on anyone. I'm sorry. Yeah, I won't. Who's the uncoolest? I'm not gonna say. There it is. See what I'm saying? That, Let that me makes... think. Would I? Would I'm a comfortable? Say... Oh, uncoolest motherfucker. Nah, we're gonna have to go. No, kill. he's dead. Oh. Ain't gonna bring up the dead. Oh, okay. We're good. <laughs> uncoolest motherfucker I worked with is dead. So, <laughs> well, he got what he got. I'm not saying he got what he lived a long life. He's oh, old, okay. all about it. yo. You didn't give me. He did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it professional. Yeah, he yeah. gone, man. I don't know why my voice turned to this. Yeah, I was about to say. Talking about getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> 
You don't know, redneck. You don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of weird, though. Yeah, he gone, man. I think, what is Terrence Howard? He dead, man. It's the real Gary. You ever seen him? What is that? What is that fucking movie with? Um, Which one? Richard Gere and uh, Ed Norton. Six, not six cents. Um, Primal Fear. Primal Fear. He goes, God damn, it's the real me, Malik. But Gary's not real. Motherfucker, here, tell him, boys. <laughs> tell him, boys. It's real me, motherfucker. Welcome home, pocket. Oh, oh, thank you. I appreciate All right, man. You. I appreciate you for having me. Pump your fucking. Oh shit. yeah. Hey, hey. I'm just talking like Gary for a minute. Pump your shit. Louisiana, uh, LA. Hey, I'm Malik B. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Malik Bazil, B A Z I L E. I do a funny podcast, Cutting Weight, with uh, you know, my man G King and Jamar Neighbors, and uh, I'm all over social media, and I live in LA. You come to a comedy show. Thank y'all so much. I hope they don't cut this line as I'm doing my promo to just cut it down, just like two lines, <laughs> just to keep it Hollywood. Like, yo, just just chop that up, but uh. Okay. <laughs> Good. Now, nah, thank you for having me. Man. All right, man. Thanks that. for coming on. Thank you so much.